When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As I mentioned, Christy Doran's all over this one for theraw.com.au, the rugby union editor at The Raw, and he's on the line. Good morning, Christy. This is a, a big, big announcement, a big shock too. Look, it, it is, but at the same time, there'd been um, a sense that change was coming for some time. You know, right back middle of November when the Wallabies suffered a, a historic maiden defeat to Italy, it was that point in time where the Rugby Australia board was shaken and they were... You know, a lot of these people come from business backgrounds uh, and when you get a defeat like that, first time ever to Italy, it really rattled a lot of the Australian board. Uh, A narrow defeat shortly after to Ireland and a saving grace victory against Wales. I thought Dave Rennie would survive, but the moment that Eddie Jones was sacked by England at the start of December, it was that point in time where we went, okay, right, well, Rugby Australia's been talking to Eddie Jones for a long time. Why not bring him in? They've ultimately decided to pounce on this, on him, bring the Australian back, particularly noting that there's a British and Irish Lions series in 25 and a home World Cup in 2027. The Rugby Australia board wanted him for those two tournaments specifically, but now they've brought him six months, well, really eight months before that, um, to supercharge their, their World Cup campaign in, in France later this year. And to bring him back, there's no way in the world that they could have essentially given Eddie Jones's personality and position and given Dave Rennie's position. There, there was no way that it could work as, as a meeting of the minds together for the World Cup. It had to be one or the other, didn't it? It's interesting. When Eddie Jones had an interview with The Guardian about a week and a half ago where he said he's not an assistant. I'm not an assistant, mate, he said. And then shortly after on Monday, a day after I'd written that he's, Dave Rennie's in talks with Japan, in, in, in Japan in the in the League One competition there, he said, look, it's not going to happen. When it was put to him, would you work with Eddie Jones if he comes on earlier? Um, it's it's oh, It meant Rugby Australia and the board members there were going to themselves, well, hang on, why wouldn't you want some expertise, someone who's been to three World Cup campaigns as a head coach and a fourth with South Africa where you've won a gold medal, you've been at two World Cups. We've got to remember here, Scott Wisemantle, the highly respected assistant coach, yeah. just finished up a week earlier where he resigned. And he was the only assistant in that coaching structure that had actually been to a World Cup. So Rugby Australia was shocked, flabbergasted, when they heard that Dave Rennie had essentially shut down any prospect of working with, with Eddie Jones. As it turns out, a, a week later, and, and he's been sacked, he'll be paid out, he'll be put on gardening leave, um, but he won't be able to go to any other nation before the World Cup. Wow. Okay. Now, there was a four-day camp on the Gold Coast as well for the players, and that's that was, what, a week ago. So it kind of begs the question, I mean, you've got to go through with what you've got on the list, right, what you've got on your calendar, but the players certainly would have known about it. It was public knowledge that RA was talking, Rugby Australia was talking to Eddie Jones. So the players would have got wind of something going on. Was there any whispers around this this camp up there on the Gold Coast, that things were changing quickly. And, and it kind of begs the question, why go through with it with Dave Rennie in charge? 
Well, players aren't stupid. Um, a lot of them, seasoned players, guys like Nick White, Michael Hooper, they've been around the, the traps. Um, they may have thought, um, and I know that there are some players who thought that, hey, we reckon Eddie Jones will come in. But this was three, four weeks ago. This was before Christmas. After Christmas, I think they thought, okay, well, we've got to this camp, nothing's happened. And there was a bit of an an idea that, okay, well, if it hasn't happened yet, it might not happen. But, you know, maybe he does join as a technical consultant. Uh, maybe he does join in the, in the um, or they make the announcement that he will join following the World Cup. But I still think they've come down, Rugby Australia has made the decision, who's more likely to get us to a semi-final at this point in time? And it's Probably you could say with a bit more authority, maybe Eddie Jones. When he took over from England, England had won their final pool match of the World Cup but didn't make the the knockout stages in 2015. Eddie Jones then comes on, replaces Stuart Lancaster. They win the next 17 matches and they equal the record of 18 against New Zealand. We saw, uh, what, almost eight years ago, Michael Checker jump on board before the 2015 World Cup. And he then takes charge of the Wallabies. They make it through to a World Cup final. So uh, there has been um, a short history anyway that that shows that uh, turnarounds are possible. Um, But I I still think that RA, they wanted to lock and pin Eddie Jones down so that he can be the coach for the Wallabies in the the Lions series of 25 and and the home World Cup in 27. And and Jones not only has extremely good coaching pedigree, he was sacked by England despite having a 73 winning percentage, which is the highest of any England coach. But he also will attract headlines. He'll attract headlines from start to finish, go to woe. And you won't see that with England, but we know that uh, now with Stuart Lancaster, and they're probably going to struggle at stages, I'd, I'd imagine. Um, but here in Australia, when you're competing with rugby league, the NRL, the AFL, having... Eddie Jones be able to bring pedigree um, and the ability to, to attract a headline is a hugely important thing as well. This close to a Rugby World Cup, the plans were there and laid out and, and Eddie Jones lamented that fact that he didn't get to follow those plans through in the English rugby union system as head coach of England. So he's got those secret. He's got those plans. They, they shouldn't change too much under the new coach over there. So that's one thing that he's got in the top draw when he takes over this job as the Wallabies. Why do you think Rugby Australia thinks that Eddie Jones will work this time around and Dave Rennie wasn't going to work? Well, Dave Rennie's winning percentage is 38%. It's the lowest of all time from a Wallabies coach who's coached more than 30 matches. And you know, they're the hardline facts. There's a few draws thrown in there, but, uh, and, and other people will point to the fact that, oh, yes, there was a record amount of injuries last year that the Wallabies had to use 51 players, that Quade Cooper wasn't there for all but uh, it, it, you know, 47 minutes. Um, Samu Karevi missed the bulk of it. They only narrowly lost in Paris and Dublin. But at the end of the day, the Wallabies hadn't been able to convert close defeats into victories. Eddie Jones has proven to be able to do that. Um, I've already expressed the, the 18 matches that they ended up equaling uh, the, the World Cup, no, sorry, the, the record um, uh, streak there. But he also made a World Cup final in 2019, um, did Eddie Jones. And that's not long ago. Um, he's won 10 of 11 matches against the Wallabies when he's been in charge of England. Uh, he came from a, a two, from one nil down in Perth to 
to win a, another historic 2-1 series victory in Australia. They won 3-0 in Australia in 2016 against a Wallaby side that had just made the World Cup final. Um, Jones has the ability to get players to reach their ceilings. And we saw that when he took over from Lancaster, a very similar squad, but made a couple of subtle changes. A new captain, a new hooker, um, and he empowered some of the players. He simplified the game plan, yet they managed to, to, to win with a side that had failed to make the knockout stages of the Home World Cup. They're some of the things that have really attracted Rugby Australia. Can he work? Has he softened? He was sacked, in, of course, in 2005 after a pretty disastrous year. But I'll tell you what, like, a lot of play, a lot of people, a lot of players, they get better when they've overcome adversity. And uh, we know, even you know, going back and even politics, a completely different realm. You know, Robert Menzies didn't last very long in his <laughs> first one, and his second stage back, he did. So they're going to be hoping for a similar sort of thing, Rugby Australia. Yeah, there's a saying, the train doesn't stop twice. Well, it has for Eddie Jones, and it will this time around. A final one for you. Does this put any current Wallabies, Wallabies players on notice in the frame? Should any of the current Wallabies players be worried or, or, or the vice versa side of that by the fact that Eddie Jones is now going to be in charge as opposed to Dave Rennie? Well, Eddie Jones, is one thing I know for sure is he thinks that there's enough talent in Australia. There's no doubt about that. Um, I, I think Tate McDermott, who's been in and out of the side, given limited opportunities, from my understanding, he's a big Tate McDermott fan. I also understand he likes Fraser McWright. Um, Sully Vunavalu, he must be someone who now rockets back into contention for the Wallabies because he, Vunavalu played two and a half minutes under, under Dave Rooney. He didn't make the 44-person training squad, which is extraordinary for a two-time... NRL Premiership winner, a try-scoring machine. And we know that Eddie Jones has a strong affiliation and respect for the for rugby league. And you look back at the 03 World Cup when there was Takiri, Sailor, Rogers, uh, more recently with England, Ben Teo, um, uh, who, who took part from 16, 17, 18, before kind of falling out of favour there. I, I think Vunavalu is probably the biggest headline name that will come back into the uh, selection reckoning. It's a big story, Christy. Appreciate your time this morning. You can read all about it on theraw.com.au. We'll continue to chat through this one because there's more to come. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. Christy Doran there, uh, great friend of the show, rugby union editor at theraw.com.au. And he points out this morning in his article that there is a five-year deal that has been signed by Eddie Jones. He will be in charge of both the Wallabies and the Wallaroos, and not only the Rugby World Cup, but the perfect figure that Rugby Australia believed to lead the Wallabies during that home line series in 2025 and the 2027 World Cup. So it's a big one, and as soon as Eddie Jones was let go by the English Rugby Football Union, things were put in process straight away. Remarkable, isn't it? It wasn't too long ago that Jones was in charge Anthony Seabold was his defensive coach. Seabes is now in charge down there at Brookvale in charge of the Manly Warringah Seagulls. And Jones returns to the Australian coaching staff. Eddie Jones back. Dave Rennie is out in the garden. Let me know your thoughts about that. 0457 736 736.